Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two. Arm bar. I did it for The Rock. Uh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Hold three. The moss covered, three handled family gradunzel. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Number four. Arm bar. It's a different kind of hide tonight for Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero gets his redemption. Eddie Guerrero has exercised his demons. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number four of Los Marcos Podcast. My name is Varro. I am one third of Los Marcos. Uh, with me on the call as usual. Oscar and Kells. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah, this is a, also this is the first annual uh, Thanksgiving episode of Los Marcos. We're going old school. You know how uh, WWE used to have Survivor Series on Thanksgiving. So we went. We went old school. We're gonna release our content on Thanksgiving Day. Hope you enjoying them turkeys. That pelis if you Spanish, because I mean we don't really eat that dry food. Thanksgiving tacos if you're Mexican. <laughs> and that's that's basically it. If you're eating stuffing, you just weird. But more power to you, baby. No shout out to all the minorities who celebrate Thanksgiving. Because you're celebrating the death of your own people. Just made it real dark in here. So I want you to think about that. Hot take, <laughs> hot take. Hot take time. Turkey's trash. Dush in the garbage. That's not a hot take. That's facts. Tur- turkey it turkey is just chicken's fat older sister. So she only gets laid once a year. She's garbage, bro. <laughs> Throw in the trash. Turkey's, she's dope. Turkey, turkey's right day. up there with the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> How many seconds in Obi? How many seconds in Obi, bro? Hey, I gotta get my Undertaker slender in. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, guys. A lot has happened since the last time we recorded. We wanted to get an episode in before Survivor Series, but we had some uh, unforeseen circumstances. They weren't unforeseen. Unfo- unforeseen. <laughs> they were just there. It was just I got. I couldn't. I couldn't get off work as early as I thought I was. So, Oscar, why don't you? Why don't you tell us what what happened? Why you? Why you fucked up the time frame for the pod? Tell the fans. Let them know. <laughs> what? The same reason you almost fucked it up the week before. No, no, no. I need. I need you to 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 do a Johnny Gargano promo and say you want the truth. I, I'll tell you the truth. Just there's, come on, tell. tell there's no. Pro, there's no promo. There's. A, I think you would tell a funnier story, but. That's... What? What? That you were fucking out in the woods playing Vietnam War. <laughs> For fucking two days, and you had no service that you couldn't even you could you couldn't even cop sneakers. What kind of sneakerhead are you? Well, Sad, we're, bro. We're gonna get into all the L's that Varo and myself took trying <laughs> to play sneakers this past weekend. Sad. What are the other important parts of this podcast? Even though Varo's a recovering sneaker addict, I'm retired. I still get the H every now and then, but I take L's and it goes away. Alright guys, this week's top three. We decided to do top three tag teams to us. And um, off the top of my head, I know Oscar has uh, Dean Malenko and his shadow, but they do not count. <laughs> so 
sorry, Oscar. Got him. It, it's Dean Maleko and Chris Benoit. Thank you very much. They were one of the best tag teams in WCW. So they basic, basically a shadow. Chris Benoit is a shadow. <laughs> He's a blurb. A blur. He doesn't exist. Uh, Brothers of Destruction are on all of our top three. They are the most prolific tag team in WWE history. The old, I don't think the there's old, anyone. The old version, not the young version of the Brothers of Destruction. Just make that clear. <laughs> The ones we saw at Money in the Sand, those top three all time. <laughs> Money in the sand. <laughs> all right, um, I'm I'm gonna start with my my list. Just get out of the way. I know we catch a lot of shit, but uh, top three to me: the New Age Outlaws, the Hardy Boys, and Edge and Christian, my top three. Such a WWE show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I am like this podcast, the the the, the WWE show of the podcast. I made it on the first I episode. See, I don't see any problems with his top three, Oscar. What's the problem? I don't think there's a problem with his list. I just, it's a great list. It's just. Just a WWE show. I just feel like. I mean, we'll, like we'll, we'll if, if we do if we detail. do a top part. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if we do anything top in our list, and we don't put WCW in it, Oscar gets mad. Yeah, I couldn't. Ah, uh, this is. I couldn't tight. even think of a WCW tag team, bro. After like Harlem Heat, I was like, who, what other tag teams existed in WCW? There, there's a, I, I have a WCW tag team on my list, so it's okay. I can't. Alex Wright and Disco Inferno? Top five. <laughs> another <laughs> another underappreciated team. Disco Inferno being a star from Brooklyn, New York. Das Wunderkid being the greatest German professional wrestler ever. Matter of fact, they're in my top three right now. <laughs> the Boogie Knights, as they were called. They took WCW by storm at the end. Along with the Natural Born Thrillers and other great tag teams. <laughs> All right, Oz, your top three. My top three is as follows: the Dudley Boys. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'm gonna get heat for this, but fuck it, the New Day. Whoa! Through a curveball, uh... cause I knew none of you were expecting that. All right, we'll 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 discuss it, like get into the discussion after after he's, after all three. And let's num- go. And number one, the Steiner brothers. Wow. That is my top three. Holy shit. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear this. I have to hear this defense. There is nothing to defend. Every match they put on has been gold. You You give Big E a mic and he's gold. You know, you can't give Kofi a mic and he's gold, but Kofi's funny every now and then. And no one can move like him. And Xavier Woods and his fucking trombone have been a hit since day one. The pancakes, the grinding, the being WrestleMania host, the matches they had against, whether it's fucking the Shield or the Usos or the Bludgeon Brothers or the Bar specifically, even though the last... The Bludgeon Brothers, gimmick, bro. The, the, the gimmick matches they had against fucking the Bar have been trash. But usually if they have a real match against the bar, the Usos, they've stolen all of the pay-per-views of the past 
basically three or four years. So I might catch heat, but three or four years down the line when they're still doing what they're doing now, you'll see why I put them at number two. And I've been a fan of New Day since day one. Val can vouch for that when everyone else was wrote them off. I said this was going to be a good team. You did. I got no problem with it. I'm just, I just feel like it's too early. Like they, they, they are fire. I agree. New Day, New Day when they were heels though it was better. But I, I still, I agree. I, I, but top two, damn, bro, top three of all time. As for the Steiners, they, I, they were the perfect tag team. I feel they had great matches against um, Har- against Harlem Heat, like at Hog Wild '96 when. They did it at Sturgis, and all the racists were saying shit to Harlem Heat. They still put on a silent match. Uh, Super Brawl won when they wrestled Sting and Lex Luger. I'm not. I obviously I saw it on the network recently, but it was an amazing match. And then my favorite was Steiner versus the Outsiders, Super Brawl Eight. That's when uh, Scott Steiner turned on Rick Steiner and then became big bad booty daddy, one of the best heels of all time. And it led to the the promo against Samoa Joe, which is top five promos of all time. By the way, don't let the promos fool you and don't let the tweets against Hulk Hogan fool you. Scott Steiner is a very nice guy. I met him in Modell's in 34th Street one day. Solid guy. Solid dude. Alright? Very nice man. Very intelligent as well. He just played the he just plays the heel perfectly fine. Well, so, Kels, all you, baby. I just, also, uh, his promo against Samoa Joe, that math is actually correct. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's actually accurate. So there's a YouTube video doing the math, and it comes out correct. So Scott Steiner actually took the time to do math, guys. It's important. Um, but my top three, Varro and I share two of the same. So I got the Hardy Boys, number three, Edge and Christian, number two, and number one are the Outsiders. Ooh. So okay. I was I was scared about who your WCW team was. I'm I'm happy it was them. It was the outsiders, bro. When you come on the scene to a new promotion and your gang, your crew is jumping people, and people actually think it's real, and they call the police to Nitro. You are fire as a tag team. Officially fire. And what they did, that they took, like, kayfabe, shoot work, it's all that stuff, and just, like, just put it out there and just made people, like, pay attention, and they changed WCW. The Outsiders is legit. Regardless of, even though after, like, two years, the booking got out of control, the first year of Kevin Nash and, and Scott Hall was fire. They were great. So, that's my top three. And, you know, Edge and Christian, Hardy Boys, ladder matches, TLC... They pretty much held down the tag team division for the first half of the 2000s. And they put on some insane matches. And, you know, they, they, they I guess, pretty much made the tag team division what it is today. And the fact that the Hardy Boys are still doing it, I don't know how. So, And Eddie and Christian are now broken. And they can't do anything. So, <laughs> Hot so take. Sad. Hot take, even though, the, the, even though Varro and Kels agree with me, Christian was better than Edge. That's not a hot take, bro. It's not. I think some I'm a bigger Christian fan. Than for some people, it is, though. Some people would call us crazy for saying Christian is better. I, and here's another hot take or a hot theory. 
I think the only reason Edge got the push he got was because he fucked Lita, and Vince was like, that's an alpha move. And he pushed him. Because <laughs> Vince is into weird shit like that. So, poor Cuck Hardy over here. Facts are facts. Vince, that is that is man all about being an alpha male. So, that's true. Which goes against everything that WWE tries to teach nowadays with the don't be a bully campaign and everything else. Don't be a Listen, don't be a bully be a star. That campaign. <laughs> <laughs> it should it, they should change it to uh, don't be a bully and don't punch wrestlers in the face. But you know <laughs> They're not going to do that. But we got to hear Varro's take on why he picked such a shillish top three. I don't think there's anything shillish about it. Like, <laughs> what? just top three. You said you, you can't disagree with me, bro. What are you talking about? You yourself just said it like five minutes ago that you can't, like, hate on it. The New I, Age Outlaws are one of the most over tag teams of all time. They had this intro, uh... they had a speech that the whole freaking stadium recited. It's, it's the start of our freaking podcast. Like, New Age Outlaws over. And they're like one of the most memorable tag teams of the late 90s. But were the New Age Outlaws actually good? That's a question you gotta ask yourself. questionable, but the fact that they were over and held the titles multiple times. And were part of one of the greatest factions in the wrestling history. Smoking guns were better. <laughs> Chuck and Billy were better. Oh, B- Billy and Chuck, like honestly, Billy and Chuck are, are number four on my list. Yo, no Billy and Chuck slander. They, they were fire, bro. You I don't want to know. What, you don't want to know what number five on my list was. Y'all don't want to know. What'd you put? Fucking what? the Holly Brothers. Y'all not ready for number five. That's what I'm saying. Oscar, Oscar loves. Uh, he loves the Hollies. <laughs> all right. Molly Holly is the best female wrestler of all time. Oh, God. Whoa, no. whoa, whoa. <laughs> what? Bro. All right. The Hardy Boys, self-explanatory. Um, ladder matches, they revolutionized tag team wrestling with. I was going to put the Dudleys in, but I think out of the three, out of those three, I think um, Dudleys fall short for me. Even though historically they've held the titles, I don't know how many times. Um, Jeff and Matt, Jeff Hardy was crazier, but they both had good spots. Um, went on to have good uh, single runs. Jeff won the title at WWE. Matt went on to win the TNA title. And then Edge and Christian, I think, were probably my favorite tag team growing up as a kid. And like I said, I like eventually when they went on their singles runs, I like Christian more because people forget and they always forget that Christian was the first guy that made the crowd turn on John Cena. When Cena went to Raw and he was on, um, shit, what was Christian's uh, little show he had on TV? The Peep Show? Yeah. Yeah. When he was on The Peep Show, the crowd was behind Christian and was booing John Cena. And then they never renewed his contract because Vince got mad. And he went to <laughs> TNA and had a great singles run as the TNA heavyweight champion. And he needs to be in the Hall of Fame, Vince. Get over it. Do you see the dirt sheet, apparently, that Christian feels like he won't get into the Hall of Fame? 
He won't. <laughs> Vince hates him. Vince McMahon hates Christian. That's messed up. Christian should be Christian should have been a Hall of Famer the second he retired. Yep, and also when we did the greatest entrances, entrance music, Christian's probably number four for me. The one where he uh he had like a hoodie on, threw it back, pounded his chest like three times and looked into the crowd. Fire. Amazing. Fire entrance. Everything Christian did was amazing. That's pretty oh. was kinda weird, but it's alright. My fifth tag team is Motor City, Motor City Machine Guns. You're just going to continue down your list, Oscar? Because well, I thought we were just top three right here, bro. It is, but I'm just going to keep going. Nah, if I had to pick a TNA team, beer money. Give me a fucking mic. <laughs> now, even though I said I don't fuck with honorable mentions, I am going to do an honorable mention, though. High key, crime time. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> Crime time was popping. They had the Tims in the ring. You can't, you can't, you can't hate on that. Speaking of Timberlands, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to debut a new segment on our show. I think, I think Kels can can bring it up to bring you up to speed much better than I can. Yeah. So, so seeing as you know, we live in the age of repurposing culture and repurposing gimmicks. Uh, we have decided here at Los Marcos Wrestling Podcast that we <laughs> are going to repurpose Mr. The Great, the Honorable, the Amazing Dave Meltzer five-star rating system for wrestling matches. And we are going to change it to a Timberland rated system. Now, we have not decided yet if we're going to make it one, one, two, three, four, five Tims. Or we're going to describe it by a certain Tim. Now, I think for this episode, we should just try the 5 Tim, 4 Tim, 3 Tim, 2 Tim, 1 Tim rating. And then we could decide if we want to rate matches by the type of Timberland. But then if we get into that type of discussion, people who are not from the East Coast won't understand the importance between a 6-inch Tim, a Black Tim, a Wheat Tim, a Beef and Brock, a New Book. A Super Boot. A Super Boot. You know, they're not going to know. So, <laughs> that has to be left of the discussion. We're going to leave. I think we're going to just leave it. Five Timberlands are, is is a great match. Uh, <laughs> six is only for Katie Forbes. And oh, you're a Katie Forbes mark now. Okay. <laughs> and what, one Timberland means you get a single soul Timberland boot. And if we see you in New York City with that. So, that goes out to all of, all of our fucking out-of-town listeners. You're all cool. But, you know, when you come to New York City, Kels and I are going to have to check your footwear because Varo will have you in, in single soul Tims and be like, you're good, my guy. <laughs> and why is that, Varo? Because Varo has a deep, dark about. secret that some of you know already. <laughs> that, I've, that I've never owned a pair of uh, Tims in my life. This is... <laughs> no matter how many times we hear this, as native New Yorkers, this is... Out of this world, yo! I don't, bro, I don't like boots. They're fucking heavy, the bro. I fucking hate fuck? them. <laughs> okay, so okay, okay, so so you never own a pair of Tims. No. So you never own a pair of Vosks. Nope. Okay, you never own a pair of Morris. Nope. A hey, so- solos. Nope. Oh my fucking I'm telling y'all, god! I never. 
I think Gore Tex. Right, I think I had a pair of Gore Tex boots as a kid, and I wore them once, and they were fucking heavy. And after that day, I was like, <laughs> I'm never wearing boots in my life again. Like, that's wait, also wait. why I don't wear Air Force Ones. I hate Air Force Ones. They feel ah, like bricks to tied to my feet. <laughs> wait, so you? So what about what about the last? This is the last of the last brand. Like this is the last brand you ever caught. Mountain Gear. Mm-mm. Oh my god. And yo, for, yo, Maui Gear is fire. There, by the way. For work? For work? Maui <laughs> Gear boots? Fire. No, it, yo, this Air Force One slander, I'm not liking it, bro. Stop. So I, I, I love Air Force Ones unless they like come with dominoes or a hookah tip. I don't know which ones I'm talking about, but I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> Sh- shout out to Washington. <laughs> yo, wait. So uh, you re- Yo, how do you not own a pair of Tim's and live in New York City. That's like a rite of passage. I just have sneakers, man. My closet is full of sneakers. So we understand Black Friday's coming up. So if one <laughs> would like to donate a pair of Timberlands to Alvaro, <laughs> greatly appreciated. We'll we'll get some some swag stuff from the from the from the podcast. You'll be you'll be compensated. Like I don't understand. Like New York City has had so many blizzards and snowstorms, and you telling me you was out there in, in the snow with kicks on, bro? Like, or sneakers, man. LeBron what four, are you LeBron four the tanks. I rode. I had those for a while. It's my winter. My winter shoe. What colorway? Red colorway, black and red. Regular release. Rams colorway all day. The blue, white, and gold. Oh, the West, the West Coast. The West Coast joints. Those are fire. What? That's a fire colorway and LeBron four. Yeah. I, I can I, understand. I can see how you get away with that, but I still need the birthday ones. If anyone has a, if anyone has a plug, size thirteen. <laughs> if any of our six, I, six listeners has a sneaker plug, <laughs> <laughs> shout out! Shout out to Baltimore. Apparently, people listen to us out there. Facts. We got, we got a. I upgraded our. I recently upgraded our SoundCloud account, and you can look at where people are listening and how many times people are listening to the pod and we get some plays out there in Baltimore. I don't oh, know how, but shout out to Baltimore. Shout out to London. London, Chicago, we love you. Chicago, Chicago, Cali. We need you guys get us on what culture you need, whatever you guys need to do. Simon Miller needs to be on our show in the next two years. <laughs> that's that's just putting it up there to the, to, the, to the sky gods, to Aquaman, that this needs to happen. Roman Reigns? <laughs> Jason, have you guys ever seen them in a room together? I think they're the same person. I'm convinced. Aquaman and Roman Reigns. They're the same person. Jason Momoa and oh, Roman yeah. Reigns are they have, the they same person. They had a trailer for that. We saw Creed two tonight, and they had a trailer. They had an Aquaman trailer, and I was like, "Yo, that, that's definitely Roman Reigns." That Aquaman trailer was garbage. Oh, Aquaman. Yeah. Aquaman's garbage because it's not done by the dude from Entourage. Like that's the only Aquaman I consider being Aquaman. Vincent. Chase. All right, all right, Turtle. All right, Turtle. Turtle is my role model in life. This is ridiculous. All right, yeah, let's get back to wrestling. <laughs> so a lot of things happened this weekend. Takeover, Survivor Series. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let these guys watch talk about Takeover. I. It's, just finished seeing it, so my thoughts are still fresh. But I'm gonna let I'm gonna let these boys that actually paid much more attention to it because I watched it earlier today. 
I think once again for like however long NXT takeovers have been happening, they were better than the main brand show. And it's because they're produced differently. They're written by different people. And they let the wrestlers wrestle. They don't put on like trash matches when they can put on. They put on the best matches they can all put on. I don't know what you what, what do you think of the overall production, Kels? Bro, y'all already know that the Burnside Bully loves NXT. <laughs> NXT can do no wrong. They even brought out a racist No Way Jose gimmick, and I was on it 100%. So at this point, NXT, I don't think there's really anything they can do that can make me hate the product. But I will say this. I personally think that in WWE, Johnny Gargano is the best wrestler in WWE right now. Like, yeah. his his storytelling... Like his last two, his first of all, even his feud, his feud with Ciampa, and then this one, this match with Black was insane. And then that last five minutes, it kind of reminded me of like Taker Michaels. But you know, Gargano is like, I'm sorry, and Black is like, I'm gonna wipe you of your sins. Like that, that was the way, the way he sold it, and the way he sold all those last Black mass kicks, it was great. And then, you know. You know, for for and then the championship match, Champa once again putting on an amazing match, and then Dream, obviously making me fear for my life <laughs> because I looked at him and I looked at when he came out and he does the Hollywood Hogan, you know, tri- tribute, and he has this amazing match, and then I go and lay down for a little bit, and I'm like, if he goes to the main roster, Vince is going to ruin him. Oh yeah. And I am completely terrified because if if anybody who saw this pay-per-view doesn't think that Gargano, Black, Ciampa, Dream, um, Ricochet, Pete and Pete Dunne are not guys that you can book and put on a WrestleMania pay-per-view in the next two, three years, and they don't think they're going to sell out, they're insane. Because they all have that it factor, and they prove it once again because these shows, I don't know what it is, but for me, I feel like ever since we like take over with the four horse women and when it started taking off and getting huge, I think they the pay per view just keep getting better and better. And then I think, and I think for me also, the, just the last the the female match. Don't want to leave out the females, but that spot to win the way Shay, that Shayna Blazer Kyrie Sane's match, that final spot to win was, I think, in my opinion, like the best spot of the night. Yes, that uh, rear naked <laughs> chokehold. Yeah, that shit was insane. Yeah, that setup, that setup was fire. But um, oh, we can't overlook uh, the fact that Cassius Ono had the greatest match of his life at this NXT Takeover. <laughs> the greatest Cassius Ono match ever, because it was only, it because it was only three seconds, and Matt Riddle knocked him the fuck out. How do you feel about Riddle not wearing shoes or boots? I don't mind it. It's his gimmick. I get it. But don't usually. And he's coming from like a UFC background, so it makes sense. But even somebody like Rusev, who's barefoot, he's got tape around his feet. It just looks weird, bro. Yeah, he just has nothing on it. But I mean, if he's just going to need people in every match he's in, that's fine. 
You can need caches on though. Ten events in a row, and I will mark out each and every one, each and every time. Are you not a Cashizono fan? No, I hate, I hate Cashizono. <laughs> I don't, I don't get the hype or anything. Like, I look at him and I'm like, dude, you're not, you're not a wrestler. You really don't get the hype behind Chris Hero slash Cashizono, bro. No. He looks like every fucking Mark at every house show. So they see him, they see themselves in him, and they're like, well, look at this fat guy that could wrestle. I could wrestle. That's the that's the grown up version of uh, Big Cas, and they live vicariously through a fat man who wears jerseys. So Big Cas is gonna be the next Cassius Ono, is what you're telling me. <laughs> I I think Cas was coming at me with that last statement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you didn't get that, but okay. <laughs> what wow. you you guys really thought that was a veiled shot at Oscar? Oh yeah, I mean that's why we love <laughs> oh, Pentagon. Dude. That's why we love Pentagon Junior. Because he's fat, be honest, like us. <laughs> that was not a real shot to Oscar, but this does remind me of a conversation that Oscar and I had a long time ago, where he wore a jersey, and I was like, "Yo, bro, what are you doing wearing a jersey?" He was like, "Oh, this is a Mitchell and Ness." I'm like, "Yeah, but nobody wears jerseys anymore." And he was like, "Fuck you, talk about everyone wears jerseys still. This is a Mitchell and Ness. I can wear this shit whenever I want." So I guess maybe he felt some type of way ever since I told him about the jersey comment. Because I said we're not at an arena; we're in the cafeteria. <laughs> And jerseys came back though for a little bit again. <laughs> jerseys did come back. Like I know you got some like Orlando Magic, Tracy McGrady heat sitting in your closet that you waiting to throw on with your pennies. <laughs> but that time is gone, Oscar. So I'm gonna put that out there. Hot take: Jerseys will never be gone. <sighs> what? I don't know when the last time I saw somebody wearing jersey was. Yo, always wear them in the summer. Nah, I don't know where you live. <laughs> says, the one, says the one that doesn't wear Timberland boots. Get out of here. Sorry, enough. Sorry. Well, actually, you know what? In defense, people were wearing basketball shorts this summer because they were Don C collabs. So, you know. I think can't really. soccer jerseys will never die. Well, now they'll never die. Hipsters wear them now. I hate that shit. <laughs> I used to be the only person that used to wear soccer jerseys. Not everybody has them on. Alright, back to back to NXT. Other the the ricochet spot, bro. Like a yeah, what do you do? Like a six thirty back moon moonsault or some shit? Off the top of the cage? That was crazy. Yeah, Ricochet, he's he's impressive, but he can't he can't speak, man. No, he can't. He needs to be like a Paul Heyman guy if he gets called up to the main roster. There's a reason they gave him a mask. That's true. In Lucha Underground, yep. Prince Puma. The greatest gimmick he'll ever have. Because he didn't have to talk. <laughs> and now they have like a boot they have like a bootleg Prince Puma now. But I haven't watched yeah. it yet. Cause they, they don't have it on Netflix anymore. Saturday. <laughs> yeah, they, they were supposed to have this deal with with Lucha Underground, and then I don't know what fell through or what happened because Varo and I were talking about it because Varo's a big Lucha Underground guy. Not big, but he, he watches it. And I watched the first season, and then I lost interest, which is crazy because I like novellas and I like wrestling. I don't know. I just didn't like the combination of both like that. Yeah, this was, but, like, um, this was like sci-fi soap opera wrestling. I don't know how you did it. It's fire. Little promos they did in the background and shit, like... 
they would fight like ninjas and like you know they're training in the ring and then they would fight ninjas with luchador mask on fire like i wish that was a real i wish that was real life but it's not let's talk about what was the shit show called survivor series are we done with nxt I, yeah, I, I had nothing else to add. I thought I thought the women's match was incredible. Carrie Sane is the greatest women's wrestler of all time. I'm gonna say that about I'm gonna say that about every person we mentioned today. Molly Holly is not the greatest women's wrestler of all time. That was a joke, but Carrie Sane's incredible. Um that Velveteen Dream uh Champa match was fire. every 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 match on the card was fire. Like, I don't think I've ever walked away disappointed from NXT TakeOver event. But, yeah, if you guys have nothing to add to NXT TakeOver, let's talk the Clean Sweep Survivor Series. Whoa, 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 whoa. New Day won their match. Hashtag, with with an asterisk. It did not count. With an asterisk. It didn't count because somebody didn't get the memo. That Raw was supposed to sweep every single match. Um, free show match. Tag team Survivor Series match. Uh, I think once it got down to Revival and uh, Rude and Gable versus New Day and Usos, I thought it was a good match. Once it got down to those two team, those four teams, I thought it was a decent match with decent spots. I don't know what you guys thought about that match. The Chad Gable suplex to the outside was very impressive. Was extremely impressive. But like you said, you know, we know who's going to bring it in a match like this. So once you get rid of, I guess, the flaw for the filler, Mm -hmm. it, you know, takes care of the match. But um, Revival, they're, 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 they're solid. And the Usos, solid. New days are solid. Like it was a good. It, I think it was just a fun match. It was a fun kickoff show match. I I kind of like them. Um, titles. I I like um the tag team move that uh, Gable and Rude have. Yes. Like one of them, he like it's like a German. He does that little roll up German suplex, and then Rude jumps in with a neck breaker. And then they have another one that I forget. He does like a moonsault into a neck break or something like that but they have decent um like tag team moves i, I like that like you don't really see well, that in tag teams well gable's gable's athletic man he's, yeah, he's, he's a, a gable's a really good wrestler he's really strong he's actually amazingly strong but you know he's on smackdown and smackdown is where people go to die no he's not raw so oh is he on raw now oh no he's, he's, he's on, on raw, raw. you see look at that I, have, I haven't seen him in so long i don't even know what thing he's on He's, he's and can waiting. we and can we stop with the t-shirts? Oh, yeah, it's stupid. I it's stupid. Can like this is like what they're doing with these t-shirts, it's like the fucking All-Star game for the NBA where they gave everybody the same jersey. I liked when everybody had their jersey on. Let the guys wear their ring gear. Yeah, it ruins you know? like it ruins the I don't know, like the aesthetic of the match for me. It does. But um, what else? Oh, to touch on to talk about uh Chad Gable, he's waiting for um Jason Jordan to come back, and then they're gonna do the angle where 
Jason Jordan altered <laughs> altered the DNA results, and Jason Jordan, the black guy, is not Kurt Angle's son, and Kurt Angle's son is really Chad Gable. I'm waiting for that angle. I hope uh, Jason Jordan's neck heals just so we can get that angle because it's going to be amazing. You and the five million other people on Reddit. <laughs> Is it really running all over Reddit? I, I thought about this. I was like, yeah, it has that, to happen. That booking is not original. I'll tell you that much. Damn. I, I think Jason Jordan is the love child of Charmel and Kurt Angle, as a lot <laughs> oh, of people yeah. pointed out. <laughs> this was pointed out on Facebook I've and seen Reddit. That floating around, yeah. Well, well, Jason Jordan's not going to wrestle anymore because his neck doesn't work. So, oh yeah, is it, is it definitely done forever? Ah, have you seen him? Kurt Angle was like hyping up his return or something recently. No, nope. well, he talked. He he called him his son on Instagram, keeping kayfabe alive. Good job, Kurt. <laughs> oh. All right, main show where Raw, where Vince buried SmackDown. Um. Damn, huh? And uh, and Oscar. Oh, I mean, we knew that already. I think we mentioned it before. That her career is over. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But like, do like, do you like this Nia Jax thing for her to win, to get the last elimination and win the match for Raw? Like. Do you, like this is why I don't understand Vince McMahon. Like he punched the face of your biggest star, but now I'm starting to think, and this is once again, you know, conspiracy Kells here. I think that still to this day, Vince thinks that his money match is Ronda and Charlotte. Becky was way too over to the point that he couldn't ignore it. Nia Jax comes, punches her in the face. Not on purpose, by mistake. Now Becky's out for a while, and Vince rewards her with the final elimination because he gets Charlotte and Ronda while Becky's out for a little bit, and the heat comes off of Becky. That's my theory. I'm going to have to agree. We all know Vince hates when people get over (laughs) by themselves, and Becky has done that from her Twitter page, from just the, the, the fact that she goes all in. Yeah, her it's tweets, a, it's her a shame. tweets are amazing. Like every tweet she she sends is fire. It's, it's to the point in our in I have a group chat <clears> where <throat> we just automatically send Becky tweets to that to that chat because they're all fire. But yeah, like after that after Survivor Series, first thing that popped into my head was like, shit, Vince got what he wanted. He's gonna do rousing Charlotte at Mania. And it's going to be Becky Lynch versus Nia Jax at Mania. Vince got, Vince got away with it. Got well, away the with God it. the God Meltzer said that it's going to be Ronda, Charlotte, and then Becky wins the Royal Rumble and inserts her into the match, Chris Benoit style. And <laughs> she's going to win. I don't remember that. And hopefully she, she doesn't like win and then kill her family. But <laughs> Oh, my God. You know what? What happened? Speaking of families, <laughs> WWE is dropping wrestling with my family, the real life story of Paige in theaters February. 
Uh, <laughs> Are we not supposed to mention the blur? <laughs> no, he's, uh, he doesn't exist. That's Dean Malenko's shadow. And speaking of wrestlers who don't exist, Seth Rollins wrestled the corpse of Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh my God! For yo. the United States title. <laughs> He's just ma- yo Shinsuke's just mailing it in at this point. His contract's <laughs> over soon, right? It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. He doesn't care. That had like so much potential to be match of the night, and it was just a dud. Yeah, but like, I, like I said, what was why was Shinsuke dressed in a blue jumpsuit? With yeah, the, that was like so what it, stupid. Like the t-shirts. What is with the fucking t that's that's like if, if they had Survivor Series like in the seventies and they told Rick Rude to put a shirt on. Do you really think Rick Rude is gonna put a shirt on? Rick fucking Rude. Rick Rude's gonna go out there, rip that shirt in half, and he's gonna fucking tell the crowd, let me show you what a real man looks like. <laughs> Why are these chiseled wrestlers who have their own look wearing this fucking stupid attire? They even did it to Finn Balor and his amazing abs. Pause. And I was looking at Finn like, <laughs> why is he wearing a shirt? He doesn't look normal. Yo, he got buried in that match too. First guy eliminated. <laughs> After being like the hot. He was hot for like five minutes and then buried. Bro, what the fuck? Well, wait, wasn't Samoa Joe the first one eliminated? No, Samoa Joe was the first oh, one Oh, right. Yeah. But he's the first Raw and, guy. And the fans started chanting bullshit yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Samoa yeah, Joe, another wrestler that has been fucking destroyed by WWE. I I saw that he might be hurt though, and he was just like in there just to have somebody on the roster, which makes sense because he's been injured for like a bunch in the last for his whole WWE run. He's been injured because he's fat, <laughs> like Scott, like Scott Steiner would say. <laughs> I love. <him. laughs> I love Samoa Joe. The same way I love Kevin Owens. But that's what Scott Steiner would say. I'm glad, I'm glad we all feel the same way about that match. Um, what, what were your guys' thoughts on the uh, AOP versus Bar match? I didn't even watch it. It was stupid. Making him pee on himself. Uh, Jake Maverick. Uh, it was just cheesy. I, I didn't like the match at all. Yeah, I was on my phone for that whole match. And I missed the Enzo cameo. Like, I didn't even notice. Oh, yeah. It was during that match. I missed it. And then I saw, I think you sent it in the chat. And I was like, oh, shit, I missed that. Because I was on my phone for that whole match. I didn't even watch it. Well, you know, you know the rule. The minute Sheamus walks out, you just stop paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I, I never got into his single. I like I like the bar, but Sheamus as a single star, I never, I never got behind him. That shit, he sucks. The bar's a great team, but they really need to change what they say. We don't set the bar. We are the bar. That's fire. It's really the stupidest thing ever. That's fire. It's fucking that's stupid. Fire. What are you talking about, Oscar? That's that's the most... You acting like you haven't heard that comment before. That's fire. That's a fire catchphrase. Get out of here with that. We don't, we don't set the standard. We are the standard. That would be some shit that the <laughs> army would say. We don't set the bar. We are the bar. Hua, hua. That's why I don't like it. It reminds me of something that young Private Ponce would have said. Well, actually, no. You know, now, well, let's not talk about the unit Sergeant Ponce is part of. Fierce when provoked. Whoa, buddy. Pause. Um. I need a sandwich. I need a sandwich, Kels. What is it? Wasn't it? Wasn't it like gentle? Gentle when touched. Fierce when provoked. What kind of shit you guys got going on in that unit? Get together. 
And listen, you're not going to disrespect me for being a cook in the military, all right, buddy? We are the backbone of the army. Sun Tzu's God of War says you, you, you win a war because of the way you feed your military, buddy, okay? If you can't feed your troops, you lose the war. Remember that. <laughs> I know that you're a little salty because when you was over there in fucking Iraq and you were getting MREs for 23 straight days and you couldn't shit, you wanted to blame the cooks. Don't blame the cooks, bro. Blame the army regulations that allow that shit. All right? Shout out to Iraq. <laughs> All right? <laughs> I just want right, to yeah. put this out here. Lemon mint is the fire drink, bro. They need the, lemon mint is fire. This has been the weekly Kells rant <laughs> of the podcast. Listen, we ain't gonna make the burnside bully feel bad. All right? <laughs> All right, let's talk, uh, talk about the, the, biggest, the... the biggest match oh. on the Survivor Series. Wait, Ron, we're, not Ron, we're not done. I know. This, this, but you can't just give the main event yet. You got to talk about more the other stuff. No, nah, that was it, wasn't it? No, oh, wait, 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 wait. Can we talk about how hilarious uh, Miz and Shane McMahon were? They had me dying. <laughs> like the fact that they were acknowledging that Shane McMahon is just a spot monkey, but it makes, <laughs> but it also makes him the greatest in the world. Yo, that show was uh, hilarious. I would die. I'm sad to disagree. Shane McMahon is not a spot monkey. He is a technical genius in that ring um i'm very disappointed in team smackdown because they did not get signed copies of the marine six mm, i yes. want to i want to i want to sign copy of the marine six this is great this is amazing but we didn't like i said we still got to talk about uh the match we've seen a million times buddy murphy versus mustafa ali um I oh, we could watch it a million times. I never get tired of watching those two go. Oh no, I don't. I don't get tired of watching them go. But that was that was you know. I don't know. Is anybody else gonna get a title shot? Jesus Christ! I don't know. I don't know anyone else besides Enzo Amore that deserves one. <laughs> His um, album is on Spotify. Best <laughs> album album of the year. Not even close. All right, uh, I'm gonna drop Oscar from the call now because. I... <laughs> Ridiculous and no, the, the, no, stop. The the guy the guy who does deserve a title shot. His name is now Pac, so you know, and he's gone. Poor Neville, Mighty Mouse, dude. Mighty Neville, Mouse. don't don't my, Neville. I, listen, I would not want to run into that guy. Do you see fuck that dude? Neville's a beast, but remember, <laughs> remember, Vince McMahon wanted him to be like Mighty Mouse. Yeah. Or his little cape. Which would have been hilarious. <laughs> no, he had a cape. Oh, he did have a cape. Yeah. <laughs> he, had, he had the purple cape. He was like a yeah. paladin or something. Yeah, he he fell he fell from the stars. He was in Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other matches were there? Uh, yeah. Then after that, it was the elimination match. Which Oscar called it a clusterfuck in the group text, I think it was. What elimination match? The men's. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're still talking about the same match. No, we're talking about the the the, the match with with Shane and Jeff Hardy and all those people. Yeah, that's what we're, that's about. what we're talking about. Uh, Shane McMahon yeah. being a spot monkey, but also the greatest in the world. Those those were hilarious spots. I loved each and every one of them. And I want to know, Jordan Brand, if you're listening, which you are. I want to know why Shane McMahon does not have a signature shoe yet. 
Like why? What what is the reasoning that he does not have one? You can you can yep. at, you can at me on Twitter at underscore dosuno and let me know why. Because I, I think I, I need, Shane I need Mc... answers. Like like Varo said, Shane Man is the reason a lot of people wear the Air Jordan three. I don't believe that. Where are you guys getting this from? These are from, fa- from me. These are facts. <laughs> these are facts from my childhood. It's not, it's not my... I am not taking footwear wearing recommendations. From Shane McMahon, nor am I listening to somebody who's never wore Tim's tell me <laughs> where the inspiration for the Air Jordan 3 came from. The inspiration to where the Air Jordan Shane 3 McMahon's came from, two things. Coast, coast to coast, Shane McMahon's Negative. diving elbow off the turnbuckle to the oh. announce table. Shane McMahon diving off like a 20, 20 foot stage onto Steve Blackman. Come on. Or Big Show, whoever it was he dove on. Every dope Shane McMahon moment, he was wearing Air Jordans. Yeah. So for some people, they were like, "Yo, I want to be. I don't want to be like Mike. I want to be like Shane." When he got when he got belly to belly suplex through glass and then plexiglass, he had on Air Jordans. He needs to have a signature shoe. I think it goes in the order of importance of who's worn Air Jordans. It goes Michael Jordan. Then it goes, I don't know, Ray Allen. And then we go Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon's three. Like, I don't know what other person you're going to tell me. Derek Jeter? Eddie Jones? <laughs> like, who's really three if it's not Shane O'Mac? Okay, I'll say this. Shane sneaker game, high key fire heat. Okay, Shane McMahon has apparently worn the SB Dunk Papa Bears. Yep. The Air Jordan 1 Bulls. The Air Jordan 3 Retro Cements White. The Air Jordan 2 Wings. Okay, the Shattered Backboards. The Fire Red 3s. The, the True Blue 3s. The Fragment 3s. Fragment 1s. And the Cement Black 3s. Okay, he's got, he's got heat. He's got yeah, heat. They gave him like a, cus- he- a customized pair of... Uh, 32s, like I think. 29 or some shit a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, 32s. Yeah, he had a custom pair. He He's a sneaker, like, sneaker influencer. <laughs> you know you know these you know these marks that, that go to these shows and have Jordans on, have them on because of Shane McMahon? That's, that's, that's facts, though. Come on. They got, like, freaking boot-cut jeans with Jordans on. That's because of Shane, Shane McMahon. And they do they you do see a lot of Jordans at, at wrestling shows. Yeah. There was a lot of heat at the Northeast Wrestling Show though. No, there was not. No, but there that wasn't, was because that's because we were in trash ass Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie is trash. Hold that L, Poughkeepsie. There was a lot of heat because me and Al were holding all of it, baby. Cement threes for life. <laughs> all right? I didn't get that memo. All right. Me, me, me and Alvaro fucking had a barbecue going on in the corner with the heat <laughs> on our feet. Um, but yeah, going back to the men's match, it was a clusterfuck. It was <laughs> horrible. Uh, the only bright spots was Shane McMahon doing a coast-to-coast and elbow drop. That's it. Yeah, um, pretty much. Nothing else mattered in that match. I could see Shane O'Mac do 15 coast-to-coast in the match, and I would still mark out every single time. Why? Because you see the Air Jordan logo every time he does it. <laughs> uh, I don't. There's, there's really nothing else to add about that match. Uh, you guys have anything? Uh, nope. I think that's it. Nope. That match was trash. 
So the match of the night, I think, for all of us was... I was about to say Becky Lynch with Charlotte Flair. <laughs> no. Charlotte Flair against <laughs> Yeah. It was, it, was, it was a solid match. And then the ending kind of... For a second, I was like, oh, this is fire. And then it clicked. I was like, oh, shit. Becky Lynch's run is over. Or potentially over. I don't know if you guys... Did you guys have that reaction too or no? Uh, I definitely had that reaction. But you marked out for like a second though, right? No, nah, I'm still marking out about it. I, oh. I, I, I appreciate Charlotte Flair. I, I think Becky Lynch is better. But I mean, I thought at the end of the day, Charlotte Flair was like, "I'm gonna get my brass ring back," and she took her brass ring, and that's what you need in life: people that take an opportunity when it's given to them. I give this match four and a half tims. <laughs> <laughs> Now, 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 let me explain why I give it four and a half tims. This match would have been five tims, but two things bother me this whole match. And right now, the, the, with the, uh, this comment is about to get the whole pod canceled, so I don't really care. But Rhonda's ring gear is repug. That shit is terrible. She needs to, whoever designed it needs to stop. It looks terrible. Like, I don't know what she's doing. The whole match, she's pulling on her tights down. She looks like she can't fit in it, and it looks and the gloves look terrible. She needs new ring gear. And then the other thing is, Charlotte Flair got no cheeks. Like she needs to do something with that, bro. She got the wide back like a linebacker. <laughs> you know, she could wrestle, but I can't. I, I don't want to look at that all the time. Pod cancel, guys. <laughs> And this is why I don't have social media because people can't attack me. Uh, I don't know where to go from there. I, I, give, I give the match four stars. <laughs> four, correction, four Timberland boots. It, it doesn't get five because obviously the finish, I would have wanted to finish even if the finish was Ronda Rousey winning. I do not like Ronda's ring gear. I, do not, I don't know what, who does her makeup either. I just say let her look the way she's always looked, and it's fine. And they're trying to make her look like a road warrior or Sting with that makeup. It's everywhere. Or a uh, raccoon. Last last yeah. event, she looked like a yeah, fucking sh- raccoon. Yeah, shout out, shout out to shorties that work at Sephora on 59th. They can make her look better. Oh, that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she be look. My thing is, there's no reason for Ronda to be coming out looking crazy because Charlotte be looking nice. Um. What's other? What's these girls' name? Alexa Bliss. She be coming out looking retarded. I don't fuck with it. But um, who else comes out looking nice? Sasha Banks always looks nice. Um, Naomi always comes out looking fire with the makeup. But like Ronda, I I don't know if they're still trying to figure it out. But her look, like like I do like I, as far as Ronda, my favorite look look has been her when she just comes out with like the black pants, the boots, and the leather jacket and the t-shirt. Okay. I, I'm, like this whole trying to make her look like Ronda Apollo Creed, I'm not feeling it. It was it was not good. But I don't I don't I don't know if I feel like outfield. I don't think I don't think that Becky lost the brass ring because she wasn't given a chance to have a match yet. Vince McMahon doesn't give chances. Look at Zack Ryder. I think. <sighs> I think this man looks every opportunity when someone grabs the brass ring on their own and he tries to do anything 
to make them lose the brass ring because Vince McMahon only wants you to grab that ring when he gives you the the ring. If not, well, and, by, and by the way, Vince, I'm grabbing that brass ring. Kelsey's grabbing that brass ring. Vaughn's grabbing that brass ring. You don't got to give it to us. We're taking it. But uh, I don't know. Like, Charlotte is the female Roman Reigns, but, like, I just, it would just suck if, like, Becky just nothing comes from this. Yeah, I think you, they still got to give her the opportunity to see the payoff of uh, Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey match. And I wanted it to be the main event at Mania, but I don't know right now. I, I don't. I don't see it happening. But we got to see too if they uh, end up stripping the title off Becky. It's gonna be the main some, event of the March fifth SmackDown. Sometimes they follow that whole. Uh, you must defend the title in a certain amount of days, and sometimes they ignore it. All like Brock. Yeah. Or like yeah, Dean Ambrose. Prime, prime example. The, the what? Dean Ambrose when he had the U.S. belt. Oh yeah, he never yeah, defended that shit. He either. never defended it either. He would throw it on the ground every time he fucking <laughs> jumped the barricade. <laughs> the U.S. title doesn't matter, and that's why Nak- and that's why Nakamura has it. Whoa! Whoa. You're telling Whoa. me the U.S. title matters in the WWE? I agree with Alvaro. What are you talking every, about? Every WCW title matters. Okay. U.S. US title the... has no clout. No, it doesn't. That's why Nakamura has it. You know why it has clout? Because you know the men who've held that belt? I don't even want to start the list. Do you know who's held the IC title? The great honky-tonk man has. (laughs) And nobody's better than the honky-tonk man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I agree with our U.S. title. That shit has no clout. Like, the U.S. title is like a pair of, like, Cortez's. And the IC title is, like, off-white Air Max 97s. They're, they're not in the same bracket, bro. Uh, no disrespect to our Cali <laughs> listeners. I wear Cortezes. They're fire. <laughs> not all of us can afford off-whites. Or not all of us have bots and can get lucky to get off-whites. Or, or lucky because Kells does not have bots. Kells does it the right way, but he always has like nine computers running at once. The Burnside Bully has 200 megabyte internet. <laughs> okay, I have an A1 router. I got my sights ready. I sit down five minutes before launch, and I'll go to work, bro. And I do what I have to do. If you don't get what you get, that's your problem. All right? Don't be mad because you didn't get no off whites, bro. It's not my problem. And now we're going to talk about <laughs> what was the main event of the evening: Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. I'm. I was very satisfied with this match. It was alright. It was alright? It was alright. It was alright. Right. Nothing. Oh, he had the man. same match with AJ Styles last year. Did he not? But my, well, my fa- my thing is, my favorite he thing about same, Brock. Brock had the same match he has with, he's had with everybody on the roster. Brock Selly. He, he had it with John, good. he had it with John Cena. He had it with AJ Styles. And now he had it with Daniel Bryan. But I think this match was just more enjoyable because of the way Daniel Bryan was acting. Oh yeah, that yo when he took that first German suplex, it looked like he was dead. I was like, alright, this, this is dope. But then it was just the same shit over. Like he made no, his comeback. Should have just pinned him. No, when 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 Brock tried to walk into the ring, he like fake tried to kick him, oh. and then he did the dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I like that a lot. That was he'll, pretty good. Neil Daniel Bryan tactics. 
Heel Daniel Bryan is good. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know what people are surprised for. Daniel Bryan's been playing heel on Total Divas the entire time he's been on. So, you know, Surprise. not that you guys would know because you guys don't watch Total Divas. But I, I do. That was John Cena based off the memes I've seen. No, Daniel Bryan is a heel. Daniel Bryan is such a heel. Well, he's he's a he, vegan, so he's automatically a heel. In life, go, in wrestling, go, everything. Go watch the clip of Total Divas where Daniel Bryan built an outhouse so he could compost people's feces and piss That's for his garden. And he had a regular bathroom in the house, and he wouldn't let anybody use the bathroom, and he had to go to the outhouse. <laughs> if that's if that's not a heel move, I don't know what is. What? Go. I, I'm telling you, that's real. Holy shit! That's crazy. No, but um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. All right. I'll, I'll I'll look it up after this uh, podcast episode, and I will tweet out the video on the the podcast Twitter account at. Los Marcos Pod, L O S M A R C O S P O D. If you're not following us on Twitter, follow the follow the podcast on Twitter. And what? shout out to the people in Baltimore, London, Chicago. If you guys want to send us some questions, some gifts, some anything, <laughs> please Texas, hit Texas us up, hit Cali. us up on hit us up on Gmail. What's the Gmail? Uh, Al, you're the, you're the contact guy. Los Marcos Pod at gmail.com. All you right. can send them on Twitter. It's pretty easier. I forget to check the email. Don't ask Alvaro about Timberlands. He won't know. <laughs> any any Timberland related questions, please direct them to Kels or myself. We'll be more than happy to let you know what Timberlands you can wear in New York City when you come visit. If you come for WrestleMania weekend, let us know. We got gotcha. you. <laughs> I I will be doing tour guides that week. I don't know if Varo will be busy with work. I'm I'm probably gonna take a couple days off. You know. It ain't nah, gonna be I'm, free, I'm gonna baby. Take, I'm gonna take some days off. Yeah, it ain't gonna be free, but I'm gonna show you where to actually eat and all that other good We're stuff. We're gonna go to Subway Mania. Subway Mania is gonna be fire. When is Subway Mania? I'm gonna mark out for the Bret Hart, the guy that dresses up as Bret Hart. I don't know. They announced it like a couple of days before, but Oscar says he knows. <laughs> right, Oscar? No. They usually. I know he's from East Harlem. I don't know him. Like I don't know him, but I know he's from East Harlem. So they always put this shit up on Instagram. Like the week they're going to do it, they let people know in advance. Word. That'd be dope. Uh, uh, Danny Bryan, Brock Lesnar. What else? That was it. Yeah, that was it. Um, I thought they were going to let Daniel Bryan get the... Get the win to no get, way. get no smacked way. down. I really thought they would have given the win to get smacked down something, but they didn't. So I'm not. The match was all right. It was, I say, three and a half Timberland boots for that match. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a fair grade. I go three. Three stars because I'm banned from using the Timberland rating we have, but that's okay. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to give Survivor Series. Five Timberlands out of five, <laughs> and not because of the matches, not because of the storyline, not because of the segments, but just because my guy R Truth came out and had the best thirty seconds of the night. <laughs> and frankly, I'm R Truth Mark, so whenever R Truth comes out, I'm happy. So 
our truth came out and I was happy. You had two segments. Two. Mm-hmm. I so. think our truth was was the was the star of the SmackDown team. Man, I remember when our truth had a good run at TNA. He was good. He was, he was good the in champ. TNA. He was the NWA heavyweight champion. Yeah. Is that when he was what was it, K Quick? No, K Quick was his first WWE run. Ron Killings was or just something? Ron the Truth Killings. Yeah, Ron Killings was his name. He was he was good. He was in X Division matches. Yo, X Division matches were fire. When they used to do the, the wires across the ring in the X, fire. Let's not forget that um our troops smoked a cigarette during a match one time. So that's Little, crazy, man. I saw this on, on Twitter. Little Jimmy is going to be the one that inducts our truth into the <laughs> Shout out to the Twitter user who said that. But um, let's get into Raw and SmackDown. Neither one of them was memorable. I'm going to start doing what Kels does and just watch the Hulu episodes. I'm an innovator. I'll tell you. This is really... <laughs> I'm really wasting five hours of my life. Not that I do anything else. <laughs> I don't I don't play video games. I don't read. I basically text Kels and Varro all day memes. And I work. That's literally all I do in my life. But yeah, I can, Yo. I can five hours to look at more memes or something else. Any of the uh, listeners out there got P4, add me on P4, Good Morning Kells. Hit me up. We can play some Battlefield. All about that gunner life. So, you know. No, you know, no, sh- no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in, like, real life. <laughs> in, like, fall, in, like, you know, Battlefield, that dude. I play gunner. We don't we don't use weapons on this podcast. We're law-abiding citizens. Unless we go to the range and we have to qualify for the sixth time in the year. <laughs> Because there's nothing else on the training schedule. Shout out, shout out to Fort <laughs> Dix's range. If if you ever join the National Guard, make sure you go go call call there. It's the easiest range in the world. Nah, Camp Smith is easier, bro. Paper targets. This is no joke. Facts. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, just just go shoot one day at your local range on paper. I know you guys from Baltimore probably know what we're talking about. <laughs> you guys in Chicago. In LA, y'all definitely know what we're talking about. One day, you know, take your little weapon, your firearm, go to a range, not like outside on a block. Go to a range, <laughs> have some fun. It's it's a nice little it's a nice little therapy thing. But um, did anything from Raw and SmackDown uh, stick out to you guys? Like, it was nothing really for me. Well, what? The, yes, there was because you guys were talking about only it. one thing on Raw. Yeah, I was going to talk about it. Um, the Dean uh, Ambrose promo. Uh, he, that he cut on um, Seth Rollins talking about why he did it and that the members of the Shield are, have to be punished. So Dean Ambrose has taken it upon himself to punish Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns has the answer to the man above. And to me, I, I, I thought that was a little, little like nah, like that's a no go. That's fucked up. Vince really? McMahon loves using God. Let's not forget uh, he had a match with God or Shawn Michaels and what? I, I, what was it? Yeah. Vince versus God. Vince, like Vince McMahon versus Shawn Michaels and God, I think. Yeah, this is this is always a Vince McMahon thing. So I, I was just I wasn't so much shocked. I was just disappointed that he always tries to go for this this God factor because you know he was the person that was like, yeah, let's bring it up in the storyline, and I I'm sure Roman Reigns approved it. Oh yeah, but definitely. It, but 
I, I just I, I I hate when they go that route. Like leave wrestling, let it be wrestling. Stop trying to bring. Oh, they always try to bring politics or got or religion. Just leave that out of it. Like I want to watch wrestling. I don't. I'm not trying to watch C-SPAN. I'm not trying to watch the invent the whatever the other evangelists are. Like I'm good. I want to watch pro wrestling. Nothing. I don't know. I, this is the same company <clears throat> that used Charlotte's dead brother. You know, in promos, they they mentioned him. Yeah. Um. That, so that I'm not really surprised. Wild. But I think that this just proves once again that the writers in the the Connecticut office and Vince McMahon don't really think things through when they do things because you have Dean who is now a heel, and then Dean is like you know, acting all wild and crazy, but his wife is at the announce table acting like she doesn't know what's going on. So I think they need to address that because, you know, sometimes Corey will, like, ask her and she'll be like, oh, I don't know what's going on. What do you mean you're married to him? Yeah, they gotta gotta let Renee be a heel commentator. Yes. Or they just need to not put her on the table anymore until this feud is over and he goes back to being a face. Or maybe she... Heel heel Renee or maybe she doesn't know what's going on because, I mean, it happens in relationships sometimes. Usually not in married relationships, but you know what happens. <laughs> like, who is your spouse or lover really texting? You don't know. You could say it's part of a wrestling podcast. In reality, it's not. Who you're choosing. <laughs> Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> What are you doing? Hold on. No, no, no. See, see now you're, pull, you're pulling a Vince McMahon, bro. Stop. <laughs> Because I know I tell everybody, all all of my group, all of my chats are named Los Marcos Podcast, so no one knows who I'm really talking to. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Oscar's Jaden Corner. <laughs> oh man, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I didn't like I didn't like that, and I also don't like the the angle that they're running with Natty, where the Riot Squad like broke. Nightheart's glasses and made her cry because I, I feel like I legit feel like Natty is not okay with it and she's just too scared to say no and she just goes home and like cries with her cats I, I don't think I feel, she's okay with it I feel like Raw has become an episode of Mean Girls when they broke the glasses even though they're obviously not the original glasses but still I'm like yeah, what is yeah. this mean I'm like what is this Mean Girls yeah also about that Raw episode, that security guard that was arguing with Seth Rollins, he oh. is the worst actor of all time. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, hey man, you need to get out of my face. Get out of my face. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> and uh, That was just the indie wrestler using his five seconds so of fame. trash. <laughs> but don't worry, WWE writing team. If you need three good actors that can sell, we're right here for you. Get out of my face. What? Come on. Who the fuck <laughs> says it like that? Uh, D- DM me for booking info. Thank you. <laughs> uh, any, any yeah. other... Oh, Bronze out for a, for a while. I mean, till Royal Rumble, I think, right? Yeah, because of the elbow. And yeah. then, he's, then he'll make a return like John Cena and number 30 and we're all going to cheer. I don't, I don't there was... think so. He's going to come back to have that title match against Lesnar. The title match he's never going to get. He's going to get it at, at the Rumble. 
I feel I feel Baron Corbin deserves a title shot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't he try to give himself one already? Yeah, he did. That's what that's what we're gonna name the pod. That comment right there. What? <laughs> Baron Corbin deserves to be champion. Push hashtag push Baron Corbin. Yes, I feel like I feel like you guys are underselling this episode of Raw. Like, yeah, it was trash, but there was a lot of good stuff. You got then you have also you know like the the continual. Well, I turned it off. I turned it off at ten o'clock, so I don't know anything that happened after that. I told you, watch the Hulu notes, bro. You watch Hulu; it's 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 cut in half, and you just get the matches. It's way better. So you so like for example, you get to watch Nia. And Tamina beat Bailey and Sasha, and you just continue to watch one of two of the four horsewomen just suffer in WWE purgatory. Yo, why? Why is Nia and Nia Jax and Tamina thing like cancel that? No one cares. Like one, one, one is only in the company because she's related to The Rock, and the other one's in the company because Vince McMahon helped her dad get away with a murder. That's it. Like, Ooh. like, come on, get out, get out of this company. <laughs> wow. Yo. I said Again, it. I said hashtag verdad. <laughs> no one cares about happen. either one of them. Come that on, did, that, that did happen. It happened. Yeah, everybody wants to sweep it under the rug. No, we know the marks know Vince. We don't forget. Just like all the marks know that Stephanie McMahon slept with Macho Man. <laughs> and that's why he got fired. And that's why he got fired. I guess this means our next episode is going to be top three <laughs> urban legends of wrestling. Well, the urban legend is not urban. Well, the Jimmy Stuka thing is an urban legend. My man just went around and my man just killed somebody. Then he was, I'm just a crazy wrestling character. I'm crazy. I jump off of cages. That's not what happened. Remember he said like she hair her head and he like was trying to wake her up or something I forgot and then Vince came and spoke to the cops yo Vince is like Vince yep. is like he can't my meal ticket can't go to jail Got him. <laughs> Vince came over with ammonia and bleach and was like hey what's up <laughs> cease and desist Most Michael's podcast gets cease and desist Vince McMahon is, is the best ride or die friend you can have when you're making the money oh man <laughs> What else? What else did we miss on on Raw House? I don't think we missed anything. But if you really want to talk about stuff where we didn't miss anything, SmackDown we didn't miss crap. SmackDown was a horrible episode. I I like Daniel Bryan. I thought that promo he cut cut was way too long, and I just lost interest. Uh, Randy Orton versus Rey Mysterio was not given any time. It was given like eight minutes, and then Randy took off Rey's mask. And this is a this is a match we saw twelve years ago. And they're doing the same exact thing they did 12 years ago. I don't want to see Randy Orton versus Ray. I, I you bring back Ray Mysterio to give us matches that he hasn't had before. You don't rehash all of these old rivalries. Like, what what is the point of Randy Orton buries everybody? Like, I don't want to see Randy Orton versus Ray. They're gonna kill him. You want to bring Ray Mysterio to sell him to the Hispanic population again, and then you just give us this crap. Like, you're gonna you're gonna have us booing Ray Mysterio again. Remember, there was a time people didn't care about Ray, and it's about to be that again if you if you feed him to Randy Orton. Yeah, because he, that um the the slip and slide into the RKO that they did that before, right? I'm not bugging it. No, that slip and slide thing is a new move that he he has. He didn't have that before. 
I feel like I've seen the slip and slide into the RKO before. That maybe that's like a meme. Probably didn't. You've probably seen the. What did he do after the six one nine? He used to do like a jump on them. Probably seen that turn into RKO. Either way, it was a bad spot. Yeah. Speaking of their feud twelve years ago, another time they brought real life into an angle, and I did not like it when Randy Orton said that Eddie Guerrero was in hell. I was like, bro, at the Eddie Guerrero mark, I was like, nah, chill, like, can't do that. Low key, wow. low key that was hilarious. <laughs> wow. Now, now, now it is. Low, low, now it is, but. Low key, high key, that was hilarious. I was like, bro, no. Now, now in Randy Orton's defense, he is a practicing Catholic, and Eddie's model was lie, cheat, and steal, and those things do send you to hell, so. <laughs> Randy was, was speaking. He was living. living he was living. He was living. He was speaking from a, um, a, a Catholic mindset when he said that. <laughs> so let's let's forgive poor Randy Orton. But literally, nothing happened on SmackDown. That was like nothing. Damn, that sucks. I don't. I don't. I actually didn't watch SmackDown this week. I just realized. Like, <laughs> like I don't understand what is with WWE that like they rebook every single match. Like on SmackDown. It was New Day against the Bar again. Like, was was Almas on SmackDown? Who? Almas, Cien Almas. You no. know Almas was not on SmackDown. Damn. He's buried, bro. He had a match against Jeff Hardy like a week ago, right? Vince does not bang with Almas. I don't know. I'm just waiting for him to like get a push, but it's not happening. They gotta bring back like they gotta bring back those little bullshit like twenty men battle royal for the number one contender spot, and just make Almas like one of the last two, even if he doesn't go over, just to get him up in the like the talks, because right now he's lost. But yes, I'm gonna see an Almas mark. We all are. Uh, yes. And Zelina Vega marks. Even though she she don't she don't want to go out with her dudes, it's okay. It's okay, baby girl. You gonna you gonna remember who broke your heart back in the day. You gonna come back. <laughs> All right, guys. What else are we done with wrestling talk? I I I I think we should just add like how we feel going forward. Like we we mentioned about. I think the triple threat of WrestleMania is gonna be dope though. I, I think adding Charlotte Flair is not. It's not gonna. I know certain triple threads don't live oh, up to it. Wait, wait, I think adding I... Flair is going to be great to the match. Speaking of that, NXT TakeOver, um, I forget the girl's name, but I can say now that Charlotte's moonsault is trash. Oh, yeah. The, I like forgot 100% who... 100% trash. Who did that moonsault? That was beautiful. Where she actually hits her opponents instead of touching them with her nail. All, all the and Japanese... They, and they fall. All the Japanese and Korean wrestlers that they got right now are amazing and Chinese. That moonsault was beautiful. Charlotte's is God, garbage now. Like I can't even look at a Charlotte moonsault. God bless you, NXT. Yep. That's a that's a moonsault. What? He's that's talking about the Charlotte Flair. Isn't it? Doesn't she try to her version of a moonsault? She hits people with her ankles. That's what I'm saying. Like it's so trash. Like she never even gets full contact and then sometimes she tries to do like a corkscrew which is even worse because I feel like she's going to break her leg one day 
Wait, now, what's, what's worse? Okay. Uh, Undertaker's choke slam or Charlotte's moonsault? Anything Taker does is worse than whatever you're comparing it to. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say what's worse, uh, Lita's moonsault or Charlotte's moonsault. And that Lita wins by a landslide. Because at least... At least Charlotte can get some levitation off her moonsault. Oh no, Lita's moonsault is like the worst a thing. fucking dart, throwing a dart backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, ruthless. But uh, I, I don't, I don't think I have nothing else to add on on the wrestling part for this week. Yeah, I think I think we've covered everything wrestling related we wanted to talk about. So we're going to do a quick little segment on what was also another thing that we all love. Holiday season's coming up. You got to try to find out what fresh sneakers you're going to buy for yourself, for your loved ones. I think the list is obviously the Concords dropping again for the one millionth time. The Air Jordan 10's coming out. Lando Magic colorway. Got to wear that with a Tracy McGrady, Penny Hardaway, a Shaq jersey. And I don't even, I forgot what else, but those are, oh, the, the supposedly the Mocha 3 is going to come out. I know the 3s, like we've mentioned already, are have been made popular by Shane McMahon. The Mocha 3s were, Drake brought them back recently, so I think that's, I think those are my main three cops Bro, for the, for the, the winner. Mo- the Mocha 3s were 19.99, and nobody bought them still. So. I'm not going to lie, they were 19.99. <laughs> unless you were a fucking size 12 or 13 like I was back then, and you couldn't find them anywhere. <laughs> They were nineteen ninety nine, and now they're gonna resell. And they are. That's you know why? Retarded. Because you know what they go with my Louis Vuitton and my MCM belt. So that's why they're gonna resell because people are just gonna wear them with Louis Vuitton. And the cement print looked trash from a picture I saw. It didn't I'm not gonna. Like, it didn't I'm not like gonna listen. Like I'm not gonna listen print. to this Mocha Three slander. It didn't even look what, like cement print. It was trash. Kels, what are your thoughts on the hottest like, sneakers like coming dry, up? Look like dry shit on the sneaker. Um, I'm just gonna say that I have I won on the Air Jordan Union ones, so at this point I won the year, and I don't care about any other sneakers. But if I did have to choose, I'm gonna say uh, Concord ones. Don't care for them. Ones. Um, the I mean the Concord Elevens. I don't care for them. Um, I'm a black and red. Concord, I'm a black and red 11 guy or Space Jam 11. The the white and black, I don't like it. It's, it, I, it just reminds me of a tuxedo. I don't like them at all. I know that's what the, the obvious inspiration for it is, but it's just an ugly sneaker to me, the white and black colorway. Not a fan. Now, these Mocha 3s, if you are a UPS driver, you should definitely cop these because you would be the flyest UPS driver out. But I'm with Al on this. I remember when the Mocha 3s dropped. Nobody wanted the Mocha 3s. The Mocha 3s sat and sat and sat. They How, how much were they out at one point? Like $19, $20? Nine, $19.99. And they, they were like, they sat so long that they turned yellow on the shelves. And the sad part is, and this is the thing, the Jordan brand is smart though. Because they're noticing like dad shoes are out, dad shoes are in. Dad shoes are popping. And what Jordan is more dad shoe? 
than the Mocha 3. Because, like, frankly, I got kids, and I might just get them because I have kids. Because I think <laughs> I have to have them. Just like I have to have a pair of Air Monarchs because I have kids. So, shout the Mocha 3s, though. Shout out to Little Mark. Oh, Little Mark Romeo. Little, little, little Mark is the homie. Yep. Little Mark is Little Mark is asleep. He was he was driving me up the wall today. He was ask, asking me about Fortnite skins. So, but I like I don't know because the, the thing is, oh you know actually I'm lying. I actually am excited for two other pairs needed. I forgot the the Dornbecker SB Dunks that are dropping in December, and then the Dornbecker Zoom Flies. Um, the designs are actually this season for this year are really dope, and it goes to a good cause. So if you can cop those sneakers, because I think the SB the Dornbeck SB is only ninety bucks, and the Zoom Fly is only one forty, they're not really like cracking your wallet like that. If you could get them, get them. They go to a good cost. So that I think those two I'll probably try to get. They go to a good cause and they flip afterwards, so it's a double good cause because <laughs> you give money <laughs> to people in need and then you give money to yourself. Because guess what, my G, you're also in need. <laughs> Yo, you're the wow. only person that is going to cop a pair of sneakers that were designed by a kid with a disability and then flip them for triple the price. Yo, let's not talk about the <laughs> Dornbacher Sixes that when they came out, I copped them. Shout out to Nike Town, 57th Street back in the day. And I sold them for 300 and I thought I made a cut them up. Them things go for like two, them things go for what, like two something now? Because I got them with a military discount for like 160 and now them, them Jones go for like fucking two, three thousand. The sixes? Oh yeah, they, they. But those, I don't. To be honest, like I don't, I don't like the the, the like. Oh, like fire. The, when the it comes to, ones, to right? yeah, the blue suede ones, right? Yeah. But when it comes to Dornbeckers, like the Dornbeckers for me are like just like uh, the same thing as the Watta. Whenever they do a Watta sneaker, like it has to be right. Like it has to be perfect. The only Dornbeckers that I thought was incredible was the threes, which I bought two pairs and I sold them both. And I every day I cry thinking about them. You, which one? The all red joints? Yes, five. Three uh, M red ones. They're all right. They're okay. Uh, the sixes are better, bro. Yeah, agreed. The sixes are better. I had I had both pairs. Only ones I never had was the ones. Those are. Couldn't get them back today. I didn't like those either. Which one? The blue ones? Yeah, the blue and like yellow ones. They say like Mr. Blue. Had like a, they had like a gradient pattern on it. The twos were whack. The Dornbrooker twos are trash, though. High key. Trash. The, the only twos that were fired were the Eminem twos. Uh, the Air Jordan two should not be counted as the Air Jordan, I but that's like, just me. I actually like the Air Jordan two. The Chrome twos, <laughs> fire. Chicago Ooh. twos, fire. Oh. Low top, midnight, blue, this is, midnight, this is, blue and white, this twos, be, this fire. Be, this will be edited out the podcast. This, is, <laughs> this did not just, this did not happen. Sorry, I edited the podcast, so this is staying in. But recent sneaker releases for me, none, because all I do is take L's when I try to buy sneakers now. The last pair of shoes that I was successful in copying were the shattered backboard ones. A good pair to be successful on, but ever since then I've been taking L's, so I don't even try to buy sneakers anymore. I I tried last weekend and failed. Because apparently, See, the thing is, apparently Union, I don't shop online like a human. I, I, I feel like a bot, apparently. Okay, Union. <clears throat> the thing is, it's difficult because you have to constantly, constantly, constantly check the app 
constantly, constantly, constantly check the app, and it's really annoying. Like it's so annoying. Cause like right now, I just check the app, and the the PlayStation PG fives came out. Paul George. Come, the Paul George. The Paul Georges. I mean, PG two. He still has a signature shoe. Yeah, the PGs are a solid shoe. He's a bum. They're, they're, the PGs get a lot of hate, but listen, they're going to be like the Kyries in like three years where everybody's going to be like, oh, those shoes are hot. PGs and Kyries are both comfortable to play basketball in. Yes, I agree. I don't play basketball anymore. Varro retired from playing basketball this summer for I some retired. reason. I'm just fat now. Nothing wrong with that, you know? <laughs> no, just kidding. Saw Creed 2 today, tonight. I'm going back to the gym Saturday. Maybe. Especially if we turn this podcast into a video video cast too. But more on that. More on in that the future. Uh, 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 in, the future. in the future. Wait, are we turning this into a video cast? I'm I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll talk we'll talk offline. See, this just goes back once again to you guys just having conversations without me. <laughs> I am the third wheel of Los Marcos. So you guys don't get sent, I don't get invited to the movies. <laughs> You Nothing. were you so were there. The day I got inv- I got invited to the to the movies at the same time you did. Yeah, in my defense, I, in, in your guys' defense, I was at home playing Battlefield. I could, you know. So, <laughs> all right, are we out? We're done. Uh yeah. I uh, hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. No matter what the holiday you think about it, just spend it spend it with your family, spend it with your friends. Eat some turkey. Eat some pelnil, preferably. Don't eat turkey. And yeah, just eat pelnil and then eat turkey. If you're gonna eat turkey, put it in a taco. If not, you're not you're not doing it right. <laughs> so God bless all of y'all. I'm out. That was Oscar's very PC uh, outro. And uh, yeah, we're out. Don't forget follow the Twitter account at Los Marcos Pod. And The Undertaker is trash. Timberlands. <laughs> Good night. Bye, Timberlands. <laughs>